Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show is coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Welcome, everyone. I am Erica Gifford-Mills, and you are listening to a special edition of Get Rooted Radio, Living It Up, Loving It Up, Letting It Go, during the Dr. Pat Show on Transformation Talk Radio. It is an honor to be filling in for Dr. Pat today as she takes some much-deserved time off. And with that, I would like to give a big shout-out to Dr. Pat's producer, Benny. Hey, Benny, how are you doing? Hi there, doing very well. Uh, Welcome back, and uh, I hope you're staying warm. We're in Seattle. I can't recall exactly where you are calling in from. I'm in Wisconsin. Okay. it has been unseasonably warm. Oh. I actually, we got a little bit of snow this morning, but it's oh. going to be melted on, already. So, but it was 45 degrees plus wow. on Christmas. So, which is very odd. Yeah. That's practically <laughs> tropical for you too. You guys oh, out yeah. there. So, so and yeah. about two weeks ago, it was <laughs> 60 plus and it, I didn't know what to do. <laughs> well, we probably need that. We actually had some snow over the weekend for our Christmas, so we had a white Christmas out here in the Seattle area. So now the typical Pacific Northwesterners can't drive in Monday. That's how they have to operate today already. I made it in because I you know, plan accordingly, and I'm a morning guy anyways, so I'm already up. And, uh, yeah, practice and uh, safe, uh, safe driving out there. Oh, definitely. So your holiday was good then? It was. Uh, we spent some time with an extended families over across the, the pond in our neck of the woods, which is Puget Sound and Gig Harbor, my girlfriend's parents, and had a great Christmas there. Uh, my boys with where, were there with their mom on Christmas Day, and then I met afterwards, and just amazing all around. Couldn't ask for uh, anything better. Wonderful. That's yeah. great to hear. Are you ready for the new year? Uh, I think a lot of people are, not just me or you. <laughs> I'm ready to yes. start. I'm ready to start. Yeah. And ignore the fact that it's 2022, T-O-O. It's not. It's 2022. It's a fresh new year. Uh, that's what I hope to. Yeah. So do you set go- like goals or New Year's resolutions? I do. Uh, you know, this year I haven't really specifically set one in mind per se. I mean, we just want what's, uh, I guess, a better outlook for the new year than the than uh, the last two. I know we're we're doing our best. We're trying very hard as a nation and also as a world, trying to you know handle this pandemic. And you know, we're moving forward. So I think we're uh, we're gonna be looking pretty good for twenty twenty two though. And that's the and that's. That's the kind of attitude I love for people to hear. And that's what today's episode is really going to be all about, is looking ahead to 2022 Mm -hmm. and how we can all become a goal. And that's goal, G-O-A-L, digger. (laughs) Not a gold digger. Yeah, Yeah. we want to make sure your ears are tuned in properly. It's goal with an L, not with a D, just to make sure. (laughs) (laughs) But let's first, you know, talk about why do so many of us look at goal setting around the new year? And if you think about it, a New Year's resolution is a decision to do or not to do something or to accomplish a personal goal or break a habit. You know, and it's not unusual that as something begins again, like a new year, that we look back to see what has been and what is to come. And I want to first examine the pros and cons of New Year's resolutions. You know, there are definite benefits to making New Year's resolutions, but let's kind of look at just a few of them. And I would say first, self-awareness. And it's kind of like what you were talking about, Benny, on on just having that positive perspective. But holiday gatherings have us recapping and really involuntarily reflecting on our year in conversations with family and friends. You know, it presents a perspective of what we've accomplished and can give us the drive to set specific goals to work towards and be proud of throughout this next year. But it is harder than it seems. You know, self-awareness means being honest with yourself, the good, the bad, the ugly, the hopeful. You know, one needs to really look at what part that he or she played in the past year. And that can be hard, right? The self-awareness, the, the being truthful to yourself, that can be very difficult, which also leads us to the next pro of making a New Year's resolutions or setting goals. It allows us to reflect. 
Uh, you know, there's something about the year ending that makes us want to look back and reflect not only on our past, but also our present and future. And the amazing things we've gained and lessons we've learned in the past year help shape who we are right now. So even if something horrible or horrific or you just had bad luck happened, it made you who you are today. And being honest with yourself and others during this time of reflection really helps us move forward because of the thought that we have a better sense of the things that work in our favor and the things that brought us down. You know, and this knowledge will really carry us through the new year and years to come and guide us as we set new goals. One of the things I like to do each year is, is create a jar. And I, I reuse, I don't do a new, literally do a new jar every year, but I put a note in it each week or a list each month at all the things that brought me joy or the things that I was proud of. And then at the end of the year, you have all these little pieces of paper that you can read to really remember how great the year was. And there's always something to be grateful for. So it will help us to read those entries and, and not look back because I was doing that just the other day. And I, I thought, you know, 2021 was kind of hard, but then I was opening these sheets and I was like, I had a great year. What am I talking about? So it's something that you can do really that will allow us to reflect and have more self-awareness. But on to the next pro. It triggers our desire to be better. And I'm not saying everybody can improve. I can improve. You know, we all can do something a little better, whether that's from putting more money in our savings account to living a healthier lifestyle. That new year triggers our desire to hit the refresh button and try to be better. Since the past year has shown us the things we should likely improve on or things that we could eliminate. And that's where resolutions come in and even goals, right? I, I'm going to use interchangeably resolution and goals um, because they support positive change. We make these resolutions and goals to improve on ourselves and ultimately have a more stable and fulfilling life. Which brings us to the next pro, because sometimes we need deadlines to motivate us. And let's be honest. Many of us are procrastinators. Not all of us. I am. I'm raising my hand. You can't see me, but I am raising my hand high. There are some of us who need a due date to help them start working on their goals or to plan more accordingly. You know, whether that is losing 10 pounds in three months or cleaning out the attic before the winter ends. Um, these are certain goals that need a little pressure to motivate us to achieve them. And that's why listing resolutions are perfect for those who need a, a certain deadline to reach this new aspiration. And with the new year, another pro. It's a fresh start. For some of us, it's hard not to equate the new year with a new beginning. It can be easy to create and really bullet point personal goals or professional goals. And there's something truly liberating and refreshing that comes with the idea of starting with a clean slate. So many of the benefits or pros are pretty obvious, right? I mean, like they're not aha moments. But what about the cons? Are there any? And I would like to say yes and no. So let's take a little bit to look at some of those. If you're a procrastinator, sometimes deadlines foster procrastination. It can be easy to put off getting serious about your goals with such a long lead time. You know, setting goals takes planning and follow through while a year deadline leaves tons of room for postponing things until tomorrow or next week, or perhaps that should be a resolution in itself, stop procrastinating. <laughs> But along these same lines, or I should say deadlines, comes with we feel too much pressure to beat the deadline. And what if you can't achieve your dream body or save your enough money? What if you're stuck in your job after aiming to move up the career ladder? You know, you have that pressure. And if you're the type who gets too pressured by dates and progress, then setting New Year's resolutions may not be for you, especially if you feel you're not in a good place to push yourself to be better. Take it one step at a time. Let everything fall into place naturally. There truly is no rush. So don't feel like you need this to be a year. Many goals take so much longer than a year. And then, of course, the next con, the self-doubt. Sometimes we set ourselves up for failure without thinking about and taking the proper steps to achieving a big goal. This can lead to self-doubt, the limiting beliefs, the guilt if the goal isn't reached. And then two more cons. We become too critical of ourselves and every mistake discourages us. 
Despite being a great motivator, New Year's resolutions can also be the cause of our self-criticism since we tend to look past our achievements and focus on our weaknesses that we need to improve on. And when we still haven't improved on that area, we really look down on ourselves more and further punish ourselves for failing. It's a normal reaction for most of us. Feeling ashamed can be damaging to our mental health and emotional health. When we set expectations and don't achieve them, it affects our self-worth. But what I say is, you're doing something. You're trying something new. You're working. But that's why it's best to, to work this out if they're not setting our expectations too high and being extra hard on ourselves. And then of course the mistakes, change is a process. But unfortunately, a lot of us want to progress quicker than others. And we look at every setback as a sign to stop instead of something that challenges us or helps us do better next time. We shouldn't forget that the biggest achievements takes a lot of time and effort, which means mistakes are inevitable along the way. You will fail, right? As long as you know that you're gonna slip up we don't want that to discourage us or set us back further away from our goals. Ultimately, the pros and cons, you need to look at yourself and ask, should I make those New Year's resolutions or is it a better time of the year to make these goals? But either way, whenever you start, that's great. You need to take that step further. Making goals has benefits beyond just the pros I listed. We are gonna take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about various reasons why we should set goals and be a goal digger. You are listening to a special episode of Get Rooted Radio with Erica Gifford-Mills. Living it up, loving it up, letting it go. Stay tuned, we'll be right back. Sometimes being human has its challenges. Our physical health falters, our spirits sag, our dreams don't immediately come to fruition. Welcome to the power of Maximum Medicine Radio. Join me, Doc Martin, in conversations that will blow your mind about healing. In our hit show, Doc Martin addresses the scientific with bridging to the mystical approaches to give you a new narrative about Maximum Medicine. In this live call-in show, we will journey into the extraordinary genius of the human body and talk about other beliefs that impact being your multidimensional self. We seek the seen and the unseen and explore the earthbound and the otherworldly, all with the purpose of calling forth the maximum you. To learn more about Doc Martin and Maximum Medicine, visit www.sharonmartinmd.com. Join the new earth on the Cornelia Stephanie show. Tune in each month as Cornelia takes listeners on an odyssey of higher consciousness to inspire, educate, and empower. Cornelia Stephanie is a spiritual teacher, passionate speaker, published author, and founder of the Empower Network. Cornelia guides people on the path of self-healing, peace, and liberation. For more information, go to CorneliaStephanie.com. Have you been on life's roller coaster trying to figure out what to do next? Then join Greta, Lee, Yvonne in the Realm of Beings each Friday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Shake the dust off your wings and fly to the highest heights in your thoughts and actions. Express your greatness. Be a champion for yourself. And we'll see you there on Shifting Impressions Conversations with the Realm of Beings. Are you ready to get big and live your life out loud? Tune in to Get Big Out Loud Radio, exploring life through the lens of curiosity and compassion. With me, Carrie Knudsen, joining Dr. Pat live every second Monday at 10 a.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. I will offer ideas to transform what you are thinking into conscious action. If you want to get big and live your life out loud, visit me at KnudsenSpeaks.com. Is your life stressful and unfulfilling? Would you like to make changes, but you don't know how? Hi, I'm Dr. Pat. I'm the host of the Dr. Pat Show. I'd like to recommend The Necktie and the Jaguar by Carl Greer. This is a memoir with questions to help you change your story and live a life that's more pleasing to you. For more information or to purchase this fabulous book, please go to transformationtalkradio.com or go to carlgreer.com. 
Welcome back to a special edition of Get Rooted Radio with Erica Gifford-Mills. Living it up, loving it up, letting it go. If you missed any portion of today's episode, you can catch it on GetRootedRadio.com. That's GetRootedRadio.com. Don't forget to subscribe online to receive the latest news, events, specials, and words of encouragement. Go to GetRootedRadio.com. Thank you, everybody, for coming back for this special edition during Dr. Pat's show. Honored to be filling in for her. And during the last segment, we talked about the pros and cons of goal setting or New Year's resolutions. Can you think of any other pros or cons, Benny? Pros or cons? Well, for pros, I mean, there's plenty of things to go with the pros, right? Right. I mean, I'd like to not, I guess, think about any cons per se for right now. We <laughs> definitely want to be like a positive, optimistic kind of guy. We, I mean, there's, yeah. yeah. I mean, I would yeah. just start with that first of all. Yes. Right? And I would say to me, and this is my personal opinion, people, mm-hmm. some people hate New Year's resolutions. So mm-hmm. I'm not trying to change their mind. But I think one of the main cons is when people make a New Year's resolution because everybody else is doing it yeah. or they think it's something they should do, not something that they want to do. Because anytime you do a goal or anything, <laughs> you end up. <laughs> Not a fan not. of res- resolutions either. No, clearly he's not because one of my resolutions is actually to try to get him a little bit better trained. Ah. And I don't I don't think he wants that. So then we should uh, reframe it more of a, a, as an intention rather than yes. a resolution, right? Yes, okay. very good. All right, nice. okay. okay, we'll start um, with that. And, you know, I'm trying to do it for him. And you can't go. do that for somebody else, which is a con, right? They have to so, accept too, right? Yes. <laughs> he, he needs to accept the fact. <laughs> Um, but how about to-do lists? Do you make them? Uh, you know, I, I, I'm going to say no. Only j- I have a to-do list, I guess, in my head, but I don't actually write them down. I think I'm pretty still square on doing enough. I know there's <laughs> other employees around here that have more job title uh, items on their plate, so they write a lot of lists. I kind of right. have more of a mental game on that. Well, and that's still good. It's still a list. You know in your right? head what needs to get done. Right. And I love them mm-hmm. and use them every day. And I think it's mainly because I get such a sense of accomplishment there when I go. can cross that off. True that. I Good love point. crossing things off. <laughs> Good point. Um, and I kind of take that back. I, I I am given a list when I go to the grocery store only because <laughs> selected items the, the girlfriend needs. And yeah, I kind of tend to wander into other areas. <laughs> so we'll stick with that. <laughs> I I know I feel you and (laughs) I've gotten better about my to-do list because sometimes I I leave it on my desk like my grocery list Mm -hmm. I've been putting it on my phone because I typically don't leave the house without my phone Mm -hmm. so at least I have it or take a picture of it or something because otherwise I'm at the store getting things I don't need and not getting the things I need yeah I'm still more of a paperless kind of guy though when it comes to that uh, I don't know why just I I guess I'm more uh nostalgic I guess (laughs) old school Yeah, well, I'm old, so. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not. You're a gold digger, remember? Oh, that's right. I'm a gold mm-hmm. digger. But I think, you know, to-do lists, much like goals, they give us a roadmap of the things we're expecting to accomplish. Yes. You know, right, the the must-dos and that would be great if I got done type things. Mm-hmm. And sometimes if you're not in the habit of making a list at the start of each day or each week or each month, some people may not get, well, then why is it important to have goals? And to me, it's setting goals allows you to apply focus and direction to the course of your day or week or month or year, depending on how long, you know, your goal is. Is it a short-term goal? Is it a long-term goal? And many times you may find you're more productive. So why are goals important? And that's what we want to talk about during this segment. And to me, it's simply put, they allow you to focus your attention on an objective and measure your progress along the way. And in many ways, we already know the importance of goal setting. You know, most everyone's got that bucket list of some sort. So why not put pen to paper or fingers to keyboard, you know, that you've got many different options and identify exactly what you want to accomplish with your life. And during this specific segment, let's explore ways to unlock your true potential by identifying your strengths and setting goals that leverage those skills. And you can achieve your dreams, but first you've got to write them down. And I say, write, type, express them, do something, get them out there in the universe. And I've got five reasons why you should set goals and commit 
today to building a better future for yourself. And I mean that it's for yourself. It's not for anybody else. The first is goals give you direction. And we talked about this a little bit earlier. You know, as simple as it sounds, having clear goals helps you create a destination for your dream, something to aspire to. The real value of setting goals is to focus the focus it affords you in a world otherwise chock full of distractions, right? We have instant gratification so many times. Our phones ping, our computers light up. Um, you know, with a clear idea of your obje objectives, you'll have more capacity to hone in on your target. Even if you veer off course, which you will, you'll have your goals written down to help bring you back to the center. And that's why I like vision boards, right? Because it's a visual representation of things that you have written down. But why do we set goals? Are they really necessary? And you may think they are at first that, that you've been able to get the job done without them in the past. Um, but the truth is, with a well-built map detailing what you need to do, you'll travel towards that destination more efficiently and likely much more quickly than you would have otherwise. The second reason to set goals is goal setting helps you identify what's important to you. Goals very often are based on your values, on your desires, on your passions. You know, and with everyday life pulling us in so many different directions, it's easy to get really get caught up in the race and forget altogether where we're headed. Um, the real importance of setting career, personal, financial, whatever the goal is, is that it allows you to define what you want to achieve. Consider those things you excel at, for starters, whether it is a career goal or personal goal, one that involves taking your relationship to the next level, or maybe you want to write a book, maybe you want to buy that house, maybe you're, it's about, all about your health and wellness. Um, setting a single goal will likely lead to other smaller objectives. And by aiming towards your passions and things you really want and value, you're more likely to work hard and make that progress. And the third is setting goals helps us measure progress towards success. And success is a very personal thing. I'm not necessarily talking about financial success or um, monetary value. Success is so much personal in, in what people believe in. But maybe if you're looking to advance into the next stage of your life, again, per personally or professionally, making goals and sticking with them will lead you to that success. So for example, if maybe you want to buy a home, perhaps you'd like to own a home in a few years, setting an end goal of home ownership can help you carve a path to that end. But why does goal setting lead to success? Because with a firmly defined objective in place, you'll be able to see clearly what steps will be necessary to get you across that finish line. So for instance, you want to do this home. That means you need a mortgage, uh, mortgage loan. And then you'll have to start saving money now to build up cash you can apply towards a down payment in the future. And just like that, you've got a major goal and minor, minor ones to get you through. So maybe your major goal is buy the home. The minor goals might be improve your credit rating, save for a down payment, apply for a mortgage. So again, I ask, why is goal setting important? Goal setting offers you an opportunity to define those smaller steps and use them like the rungs on a ladder as you climb towards that brighter future. The fourth is goals help you stay motivated. It, it's a thrilling ride, right? Realizing your dreams can be a thrilling ride. It's a roller coaster. It's got ups and downs. But what's most surprising to those that take on the task of setting goals is that things start happening. The results of the hard work begin to really emerge as you move closer to that vision of a better you. And one of the key reasons why goals are important is that you'll find continued momentum in working towards something you want on a personal level. Again, that's why it needs to be personal, it needs to be something that you want. The last one is setting goals keeps you accountable. You know, after you've made your way across the finish line and your goal has been met, you'll likely find a sense of pride in what you've done the hours of focus and determination can pay off in really unexpected ways. One of the key reasons to set goals is to get your life on track. And that's not saying that you've had a horrible life. It's just maybe you want something different. You want a change. But the real advantage may be hiding in plain sight, the self-satisfaction and the improved positive mental attitude that begins to emerge over time as you learn to hold yourself accountable and push those limits. So 
think about it. You've worked hard in the past studying for a test, perhaps, you know, with the goal of mastering a new skill or getting that diploma or achieving a new credential. And the feeling you get after acing that exam or graduating, it comes with a real sense of personal success. And that's why goal setting is just so incredibly important. It's getting you to that next level. It's being proud of yourself. We want that internal validation and not worrying about that external. Of course, being told that you did something well is great, but you need to feel it personally in order for you to get to that next level. So again, those five things that are important and why we should make goals. Goals give you direction. Goal setting helps you identify what's important to you. Setting goals helps us measure progress towards our success. Goals help you stay motivated. And setting goals keep you accountable. So let's take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about what you can do to make it more likely you keep your New Year's resolution a goal. And we will be well on our way to being a goal digger. I am Erica Gifford-Mills, and you are listening to a special edition of Get Rooted Radio. Living it up, loving it up, letting it go. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Your own innate brilliance already lives inside of you. Come discover it so you can shine brightly in this world. Join me, your host, Adrian Cobb, Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern during Wild Magic on TransformationTalkRadio.com and get answers to who you are and where you belong. To learn more about me and the show, visit MyWildMagic.com. Again, that's MyWildMagic.com. Welcome to Soul Activation Podcast, a world-class broadcast of insight and inspiration with the renowned healer and coach, Suzanne Alexandria. In this series, she dives deep into the magical sea of you, to the place in you that's ready to activate. Tune in live every second and fourth Monday at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Stuck in a roundabout of dysfunction? Stop circling around difficult issues and find out what's been holding you back. Learn how to speak your truth to power with host Dr. Kathy O'Bear. Create real change with smart tools and smart strategies. No frills, no fluff, just life-changing conversations to help get you where you want to be. Extend your reach and become an agent for real change with Kathy O'Bear. For more information on Kathy and her work, please visit drkathyobear.com. That's drkathyobear.com. Are you ready to put down that drink or drug for good? Are you struggling to maintain your recovery from addictive behaviors? Do you need help with a family member or loved one who's in early recovery or battling addiction? Get the help and guidance you need by arranging a recovery recharged phone session with me, Ellen Stewart, Pushy Broad from the Bronx, Certified Life and Recovery Coach. Call 1-800-889-1757. Make an appointment today. Or go to my website, pushybroadfromthebronx.com, and click on the link that says Recovery Recharged. Don't wait. Get the help you need today. This is Ellen Stewart, Pushy Broad from the Bronx, on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Jane Mack, and I'd love to tell you about the latest technology of the Valara Company. I've been using the Valara Company equipment, the air machines, since 1992, and I have found them to be totally successful in killing mold, mildew, and keeping your house fresh and clean. If you'd like more information on it, you can look at MaryJaneMack.com or call our office at 888-777-4232. We're back on a special edition of Get Rooted Radio with Erica Gifford-Mills. Living it up, loving it up, letting it go. Don't forget to visit GetRootedRadio.com to listen to a replay of this episode, sign up for helpful tips, and learn about our upcoming events. That's GetRootedRadio.com. So what can you do to make it more likely that you will keep your next New Year's resolution or your upcoming goals? I say this year we stop the cycle of really resolving to make change and then not following through to setting a goal and not achieving it. Let's stop that cycle. 
and just let's jump right in and review tips to help you get started to be that gold digger. The first is just be realistic. The surest way to fall short of your goal is to make your goal unattainable. For instance, resolving to never eat your favorite food again is setting yourself up to fail. Instead, strive for a goal that is attainable, such as avoiding it more often than you do now. I mean, for me, that's carbs, right? I, I'm never going to give up eating carbs or bread. It just is never going to happen. But I can make a resolution to be more mindful of how much I need. The biggest thing about being realistic is when you're creating your goals, think and be smart. That is S-M-A-R-T. You know, this technique is really used in business goal setting, but it's a practical approach and is effective in all areas. You have probably heard of SMART goals already, but do you always apply that rule? And the simple fact is that for goals to be powerful, they should be designed to be SMART. And this is my variation of SMART goals. The S stands for specific and special. If it's not specific, right, you just say, I want to lose weight. Well, how do you know when you gain, when you have achieved that goal? Is it two pounds, five pounds, 10 pounds, 20 pounds, and also special. And that's because it needs to be personal. The goal needs to be yours in order for you to work at it. The M stands for measurable and memorable. Measurable, pretty self-explanatory. But memorable is, again, personal to you. How is this goal going to matter? How am I going to remember it? And that's where this spin is a little bit different. It's not only the measurable so that you can really see how you're succeeding, but it's personal. The A stands for attainable or achievable and also arousing and authentic. Because again, if it's not your goal, if it doesn't matter to you, if it doesn't arouse your senses, if it doesn't mean something and it's not authentic, right? If it doesn't pull out your values, you're not going to work towards achieving them. You're not going to really push yourself forward. The R, the R stands for relevant and rewarding. Again, on this theme, is it going to give you something in return? So it's not that you always have to get something when you give something, but how is this goal going to be relevant to your specific time and also rewarding to your life? And the last T stands for time-bound or timely and true to yourself. Again, getting back to what does this goal mean to you? How does it fit into your life? And how does it going to make you the person you want to be? So again, smart, specific and special, measurable and memorable, attainable or achievable and arousing and authentic, relevant and rewarding, and time-bound and true to yourself. So smart. The second is plan ahead. Don't make your resolutions on New Year's Eve. That's too spur of the moment and, and it's not thought out. If you wait until the last minute, it will be based on your mindset that particular day. Instead, you have not, if you have not already started, do it this week or make your resolutions just after the first. You don't have to start January 1, right? Give yourself that time to plan it out and really make sure that it's a smart goal. I started doing some of my New Year's resolution planning in December, and I actually started on some of the goals early because it takes time. And if you try to do too many goals, I really equate this to somebody who's maybe trying to change their lifestyle, their health and wellness, and they stop eating carbs. They want to drink more water. They want to exercise three times a week. They want to start cooking healthier. You've got all these goals that you're trying to do, and it's just overwhelming sometimes. Instead, start small, which gets me to number three, outline your plan. Decide how you will deal with the temptation to skip that exercise class or have that piece of cake. This could include calling on a friend for help practicing positive thinking and positive self-talk, or reminding yourself how your behavior will affect your goal. Again, when planning, remember to be smart. You know, if you have any project planning experience, think of your personal goals just like a project plan. You have things set up in stages with many goals and deadlines throughout. And we talked about this earlier, but the fourth one is make a pros and cons list. It may help to see a list of items on paper to keep your motivation strong. You might want to develop this list over time and ask others to contribute to it. Keep your list with you and refer to it when you need help keeping your resolve. 
But I would say, remember, this goal is for you, not for others. So when I say ask for others to contribute, the goal still should be yours. Remember the A and the T from SMART, authentic and true to you. The fifth one, and some people disagree with this, but I say talk about it. Don't keep your goal a secret. Tell your friends and family members who will be there to support your resolve to change yourself for the better or improve your health. The best case scenario is to find a buddy who shares your goal and motivates. You can motivate each other. Again, you might have family members who don't understand your goal, and that's okay. But when you put it out there in the universe, it becomes more real. And then it's not a secret, right? Now you have a little bit more accountability going on. The sixth one is reward yourself. And this doesn't mean that you can eat an entire box of chocolates if your goal is to eat a better diet. Instead, celebrate your success by treating yourself to something you enjoy that doesn't contradict your resolution or goal. If you've been sticking to your promise to eat better, for example, maybe you reward yourself with new fitness clothing or by going to a movie with a friend or trying a new healthy recipe you've been wanting to do. Just don't wait to celebrate because then you're going to feel like you, you're never being rewarded. And number seven, track your progress. Keep track of each small success. It will help you celebrate, but also these short-term goals are easier to keep. And each small accomplishment will help you keep, keep and stay motivated. Instead of focusing on losing 30 pounds, focus on losing that first five. If our goal is to minimize or declutter your house, focus on one area, one room per month. Set smaller goals to help you obtain the overall goal. It's really part of that project plan that we discussed earlier, right? You, just because you have this large goal, that large goal might take you five years. But how do you set it up so that you're staying on track? Track that progress. Number eight, don't beat yourself up. You will make mistakes. You will slip up. But that is progress, and you can choose to learn from it. Obsessing over the occasional slip really won't help you achieve your goal. Do the best you can each day and take it one day at a time. Number nine, stick to it. Experts say it takes about 21 days for a new activity to become a habit and six months for it to become part of your personality and lifestyle. It won't happen overnight, so be persistent and be patient. Which leads to number 10, keep trying. If you have totally run out of steam when it comes to keeping your New Year's resolution or working on your goal by mid-February, don't despair. Start over again. Re, re really recommit that, that goal to yourself for 24 hours. You can do anything for 24 hours. These, these increments will soon build on each other. And before you know, know it, you'll be back on track. And that's usually the hardest part is when somebody slips up and they say, oh, well, I messed up. So I might as well just keep going. No, stop where you are. So you messed up once. Just keep building on it. So again, those 10 tips are be realistic, remember the SMART goals, two, plan ahead, be that project planner, learn some project planning tips, three, outline your plan, you know, make smaller goals just like in that project plan, four, make a pros and cons list, know why you're going after this goal, why is it important to you, five, talk about it, make it real, six, reward yourself, celebrate often. Seven, track your progress. Keep going back to your written plan. Eight, don't beat yourself up. Mistakes happen. You just want to learn from them. Nine, stick to it. Never give up. Ten, keep trying and success will follow. At the end of the day, you are in control of how you live your life. If you've set goals, don't feel like you have to wait in order to get serious about them because of a date on the calendar. It's an encouraging thing to reflect on your life and make promises to yourself to evolve, however big or small. I'd like to add three more tips. Release the past year. It's important to forgive the past, honor those learning experiences, and take that step forward. The next is develop morning intentions. Set an intention to deeply commit to the desire within yourself that wants that presence. As you tap into that desire, you will start your day more present. And the last would be measure your success by how much fun you are having and the joy it brings you. Stress didn't really equate to productivity. Take pleasure in your successes, but focus on the great success of all, living a fun, fulfilling life.
And that's where we get to being that gold digger. But we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about how all of this truly makes you a gold digger. This is a special edition of Get Rooted Radio with Erica Gifford Mills. Living it up, loving it up, letting it go. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Did you know that when we talk about the Earth's ecosystems, the most important ecosystem has been left out? You, we created the ecosystem approach to recapture human potential. Find us at theecosystemapproach.org. Join us every Monday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time for the Ecosystem Approach Show with Jason and Patricia on TransformationTalkRadio.com. It's time to get your life back on Burn Bright Today with Jennifer Marcinelli. Tune in each month on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Learn to move from the darkness of burning out to the light of burning bright. Jennifer is redefining stress and the energetic causes of burnout, shining a light on process to get your life back. For more information about Jennifer and her work, visit burnbrighttoday.com. Have you ever felt like if you just had the right tools and resources, you'd be able to carve a path toward the life your heart is aching for? Guess what? You have everything you need inside you. I'm Natasha Ornedo, and I'm here to show you that your healing is in your hands. Tune into my show, Unlock the Healing Path, every second and fourth Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. To learn more about me and my work, visit NatashaOrnedo.com. Are you ready to invest in your best self? Join Sabrina Wright as she shares practical tools for creating joy and balance in your life every single day. Sabrina is here to help you become your greatest advocate and empower you to make decisions that will help you learn to live your best life. Live the good life, connecting your physical and spiritual self with Sabrina Wright every second Thursday at 11 a.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Tune into Three Things I've Learned with Susan Dolce every first and third Tuesday of the month at noon Pacific, 3 o'clock Eastern on Transformation Talk Radio. Join Susan and her guests as they share the stories that shift our souls about radical transformations, courageous breakthroughs, and life lessons. Three things I've learned with Susan Dolce. For more information, go to TransformationTalkRadio.com or visit Susan's website at SusanDolce.com. Are you ready to experience full body system wellness? Tune in to the Empower Me Show with Pam Bright, a spiritual toolbox for your life. Embrace the fullness of who you are as a spiritual being having a human experience. Pam Bright is a multidimensional healer, light language channel, energy intuitive, and spiritual transformation coach. Join her for a rich conversation about how to unlock all your spiritual gifts. Mondays at 3 p.m. Pacific on Transformation Talk Radio. Welcome back to a special edition of Get Rooted Radio with Erica Gifford-Mills. Living it up, loving it up, letting it go. I'm very honored to be filling in for Dr. Pat during her showtime, and I hope she's having a very great break as it is much deserved and I'm sure much appreciated. But if you missed any of the information during the last segments, go to GetRootedRadio.com. That's GetRootedRadio.com to listen to the replay. Don't forget to subscribe, sign up for tips and special events and pricing for upcoming coaching sessions at GetRootedRadio.com. So Benny, during the last few segments, we've talked about why New Year's resolutions work Mm -hmm. and may not work, Mm -hmm. why goals are important to make, how to make the right goals for you. But let's get into how this makes you a goal digger. Okay. So I'd love to hear why you think all these different stats would make you a gold digger. I think it would make absolutely 100% sense to keep me on track. Uh, you know, with all these changes throughout these last few years, people still, need to, people still need to focus, I think, on what track that is works best for them and their families. I, all of the norms have been pretty much erased and have created <laughs> new norms. So I think that would be a great start. Absolutely agree. And, it, and I think if nothing the past two years has brought to us is what we want and what we don't want. And, you know, me personally, I have always been so busy and I have enjoyed it, but making myself take a break because we had no other choice. Things were canceled. Things got moved. I've also found this great peace 
and sense of joy at not being so busy. And it's made me kind of reevaluate some of my goals, my values, what I want. And I think it, that has occurred for many people. So there are some benefits from this pandemic in at least realizing what, what we want and what we don't want. Couldn't agree more. So with that, as we've said, you know, goals are incredibly personal. You know, this means that even though it might be tempting to list off a couple of things you want to do or you get ideas from friends, you really should focus on what those goals mean to you and how you can achieve them. You know, if you set a goal or a resolution because someone else is doing it, you most likely will not achieve it. It's plain and simple because it doesn't really mean anything to you. I don't want to say you don't care about it, but yeah, it's, it's, I can give or take it, right? So that setting goals help trigger new behaviors and that helps guide our focus and helps us to sustain that momentum in life. And if we don't really care about the goal or if it's not something we really are passionate about or will bring value to our lives, we just aren't going to do it because goals help align our focus and promote a sense of self-mastery. And in the end, you can't manage what you don't measure and you can't improve upon something that you don't properly manage, just like anything in life. And healthy goal setting is all about finding practical ways to reach that benefit, the goals that benefit you, not someone else. And I know I've said that a lot throughout, but if it's one thing that you can take away from today is you need to make sure that these goals mean something to you and that it's going to help you make the make you be the person you want to be. And I said you a lot because that's what it is all about. If you are happy and healthy, you can bring that to others. A healthy goal is one that sets a positive tone, especially when it comes to your mind and body. A healthy goal is one that helps you feel good physically and mentally. It's going to start out small and end up taking you on this journey towards a long-term benefit, such as improved self-confidence, strength, and really empowerment. Being a gold digger does not mean you work every minute of every day. It means you appreciate the grind. You appreciate the hustle. You know where you're going and, know, and no one's going to stand in your way. You have fun. You have joy. And with the end goal, it's, it's always in sight. So how do you know you are a gold digger? Do you have goals? then you are well on your way. Remember, networking is a gold digger's haven. It's a chance to meet like-minded people, maybe even someone who will help you find your way to that end goal, a mentor, a colleague. And of course, you return the favor. That's what we do. That's what us gold diggers do. We know our worth and are quick to remind others of theirs. We lift each other up. We empower one another. It doesn't matter what your goal is. If you believe in yourself, to achieve it, you will. When? I don't know. <laughs> Only you will know. But it will happen. If you are persistent, if you are determined, and if you work hard, you will get there. It might take a few tries, but you will get there. Remember, everyone's version of success is different. One person's goal will be different than another. And how one person defines success is different from another. Only you can determine all of that for yourself. I believe to achieve what you want, you must have a sense of balance in your life. You need to be passionate, set your goals, and reward yourself. A goal digger will be fighting to be a better version of herself for herself. It is important to recognize what makes you happy. For some, it's working hard at their job. For others, it could be competing on a certain sport or an activity. And for others, it's just spending time with those they care about. Ultimately, at the end of the day, if you're aren't doing something you are passionate about that brings you joy, you will never be successful or happy. After all, life is about being happy. If you're always fighting to make it out of someone's shadow, you're not going to achieve that happiness. But if you strive to be a better you than you were yesterday, happiness will follow. Being a gold digger is all about mindset, really. It's the basics of setting goals for your life and doing what it takes to achieve them. Whether they are personal or professional goals, health, wellness, career, financial, spiritual, or a new trade, you are setting goals for what, what really whatever it is you desire that will define success for you. Tap, tackling those obstacles and burdens that make it in your way, being determined, persevering, sometimes a little suffering with blood, sweat, and tears. 
it reminds me of our Taekwondo tenants. Um, a lot of you know, I've done Taekwondo for many years. I haven't in the past couple, but it was something my son and I did together um, for 12 plus years. Um, and it's truly something to live by in goal setting in life. Those tenets are courtesy, integrity, perseverance, self-control, and dominable spirit. So whatever your goals are for the upcoming year, I hope many things for all of you in this new year. I truly do. I hope you are happy and healthy, but most of all, I hope that in this year, you make mistakes. Yes, I said mistakes, because if you are making mistakes, then you are making new things. You are trying new things. You are learning. You're living, pushing yourself, changing and challenging yourself. You're doing things you've never done before. And most importantly, you're doing something. And that's what being a gold digger is all about, is putting yourself in an uncomfortable situation because that's where the magic happens. I had a friend tell me once, and, and I love the saying is, get comfy being uncomfy because that's when you're gonna grow. And when you grow, you start achieving those goals. So that is why we say that the new year is a new chapter. It's a new verse. You get to decide, is it the same old, same old? Is it the same story? Or are you gonna be the author? Because you can write how your life is. The first step towards getting somewhere is to decide you're not going to stay where you are. And I wish you an abundance of digging, an abundance of gold digging. I wanna thank you all for tuning in to the special edition of Get Rooted Radio. If you missed any part of today's episode or you wanna listen again, Go to GetRootedRadio.com for the podcast. And don't forget to tune in to the regular editions of Get Rooted Radio on the first and third Monday of each month at 5 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Central, and 2 p.m. Pacific right here on Transformation Talk Radio. Before I sign off, remember to ask yourself, am I living a rooted life? Am I thriving or just surviving? And if you are serious about being a gold digger, take time to ask a question. What am I doing? If the answer is nothing, take time to think about what you need to do to take action to make that answer is I'm doing something. One way to take action is to set up your free Empower Hour call with me. No charge, no obligations. Go to GetRootedRadio.com to learn more on how you can be a goal digger and take action on your goals today. And if you are ready to live, love, and let go, join me for my signature 12-week group coaching series, The Rooted Life. This series will assist you in achieving your goals and moving forward by letting go of the things that no longer serve you, learning to love yourself and others fully, and living life to its fullest. Go to GetRootedRadio.com to learn more about the 12-week series and to get that free Empower Hour. Mention the special episode and receive 25% off the series. That's GetRootedRadio.com. Thank you for tuning in. Have an amazing day. Happiest of New Year's and may all your dreams come true. I look forward to the next time on Get Rooted Radio with Erica Gifford-Mills. Living it up, loving it up, letting it go. Goodbye, everybody.